Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. For the past seven days, I have selected The Sense Point from Ishenko Studio, Production Studio. Ishenko Production Studio is a Kazakh-based animation 3D film studio where Mm -hmm. they make nice little animations, but The Sense Point is a clay a plasticine, which is the fancy way of saying clay. Ooh, plasticine. A plasticine puzzle and adventure game. You know, like those old Sierra slash LucasArts point and click adventure games? Oh, my favorite. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but with Salmon Max. Oh, old classics. Oh, Salmon Max, so good. King's Quest, that uh, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. That was a Ooh, really good one. That was, that was a good, good one. one. Yeah. And I. Didn't, wasn't even really a fan of Indiana Jones. <laughs> like, oh, I don't really? Think I really, don't think I really watched the movies at all at that point. Uh, but the game was spectacular. Like, the that game, game was spectacular. Was really yeah. Yeah. Um, so let me read you the App Store description, Edwin. Ooh, I would love that. Join Sen and his round friend Poe through their adventure on a space island, solving puzzles to learn about the mysterious origins they now call home. Puzzle and adventure game. Plasticine clay world with a beautiful hand-sculpted environment powered by stop-motion animation. Wow, that was a really clear and concise description to the game. They've done a great job. Nothing more, nothing less. It gives you some of the effort that went behind the scenes in order to make this game, which is clay, actual clay, photographed and put together in like a game engine. I think they used Unity. It does what it says. It's very good. Yeah. This is one of those games where, like, there's very little that sort of starts you off in terms of uh, giving you a story of what it is. But, you know, like, a lot of these sort of adventure games kind of sets you off like that. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with the game Mist. With a Y. With, with a Y. No. <laughs> so that game is kind of like a point-and-click adventure game, but it's more like puzzles, right? Like, you have to go around and just solving puzzles. And it covers, like, these little mysteries about, like, this world that you're in. Um, And that's kind of the vibe that I got with this game, Um, except this game is super, super hard. (laughs) Sam, I thought I was going crazy. I I thought it was me. No. I I thought it was Firewatch all over again. Oh, boy. I really wanted to. I really wanted to love this game because it has everything for it that I really like. You know, indie studio really good quality like visuals right Check. it even has like a a, a thumping music when it mm. starts off it's like you know like good music, got that going. Good music. check yep. um and then like the puzzles are just like way way out there <laughs> to the point where like i even if i did watch the thing like a watch a video about like how to solve it I still couldn't solve it. Oh, wow. Because there's like this factor of it being different for you. Which um, also, in theory, is a great thing. Like each playthrough is different. Or each experience for each user is, is, is which player, excuse me, is completely different. Yeah, it is. It. But, Check. you know, like, I think, I think good puzzles, for me, good puzzles are puzzles that make you feel brilliant. Right. And I have to say, like, these puzzles just made me feel like an idiot. Like, I had 
I couldn't decipher anything on what was happening. So really, I have to say, like, it was the first puzzle that got me, right? Oh, Sam, the first puzzle got me too. Yeah. Infuriating. And it was, okay, so I don't think this is going to be a spoiler to anyone. But I mean, this is the, literally the first screen, so. This is literally the first screen. You're on this, you know, deserted island. Like, it kind of looks like a floating island, right, of clay. Um, it doesn't really introduce you to, like, the controls as well, which is also very odd. So That's you have right, to kind yeah. of figure out, like, you can control your guy, who's the Sen guy, and then your little robot friend who floats around named Poe. Um, and you can kind of control them independently, but that option is tucked away behind the menu. So you open up the menu and you can select them. Not really clear if you selected them as well. And uh, the first puzzle is you have to activate like this little switch box inside a room that activates a screen then where Sen, the guy, has to go to it and then solve the puzzle in some way, right? Like, yeah, you essentially you need to open a door. This is the objective. Yeah, you right? need to open the door to like get to the next screen, and right, that's, that was it. Like I couldn't screen. do it. I mean, neither. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I even watched the video on how to do it, and then I still I could I still couldn't do it. Um, <gasps> yeah, I also watched. I jumped through to a, a playthrough, but I skipped the part that. Okay, so this is actually how you do it. So first, switch over to the little robot. Then there's a tiny little switch, a little gap in the wall, and you need to send your little robot guy to stick his finger in there. That then reveals a photograph on the door that the guy can then go and look at, and that'll give you some color patterns that you need to memorize or take a photograph on your phone. Then switch back to the little little robot guy, go into another hole. Here you will activate a little switch panel, and then there referring to the photograph that you just took a that you just took match some plugs to their sockets mirroring that color order in the photograph that then activates some red juice that flows through the floor and opens the door simple right oh wow (laughs) yeah uh by the time i'd done that i was furious and uh not yeah enjoying this game (laughs) so let's get right to it like i think we both had a pretty terrible time with this game unfortunately the firewatch experience edwin's firewatch experience (laughs) or i could get out of the elevator i really really wanted to love this game and i just wanted to get through the next part um Mm -hmm. for me to start enjoying it and then i i and then i thought about like some of the recent games and like the trend in games recently that i really appreciated and and this trend has generally been that there are lots of games now that don't waste your time or like that are very precious of your time. So previously, like what used to be 40 hour, 60 hour games to complete are now being like 10 hours or like five hours to complete, right? They, they really try and compress the story down to like 10 to five hours of gameplay. And I really appreciate that because we all have lives now. And we want to do other things. We can't just like sit around and play a game for 40 hours, right? And with this game... I felt like it kind of lost that. Like even the walking is just so slow. The floating of your little guy is so slow and like getting to the little room. Even if I can just like double clap, double click and, you know, the guy like walks there quickly or like teleports, which other adventure games do because they want to, you know, be mindful of your time. Like I just didn't get that sense. And to go back and forth and to try and solve this, it was just like, 
I was furious by the end of it. I think, in addition, it's not clear that you've not solved the puzzle as well. I think that's the that was a, one of the main frustrations for me was because I didn't realize that I hadn't uh, that I didn't know which order to put the plugs. Mm. I just matched. Oh, blue plug to blue, red to red, green to green, yellow to yellow, and then. There's no indication that that hadn't happened until you went right. outside and then, oh, the door still isn't open. So, you know, I didn't even know what I didn't know that, oh, wait, there's a pattern that you need to match, like, yeah. blue to green. Like, I didn't even know I didn't know that. So I was just, oh, like, oh, that's weird. Maybe I maybe didn't take the first time or something. So right, back I go, switch to the robot, back to the room, press right. the button, open the door fight with the touch controls to drag a plug into a socket, uh, matching the colors, because that's obviously you match red to red, blue green to green, blue to blue, yellow to yellow. Uh, nope. Well, like, okay, door shuts. No feedback that that was incorrect. No feedback, right. Uh, no, no knowledge that, oh, wait, this should light up these little electrical cables red in the room to suggest the door is open. Back I go, oh, the door's not open. Huh, well... Okay, off I go to Instagram. Bye-bye now. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's that lack of feedback that really made it frustrating because like, you didn't know if you, like, you had to switch the person and then check again, right? And just little things like that, like you know, when you have to select the person that you're controlling, first of all, you have to open up this really slowly, slow, slow drawer menu that leisurely slides open in the top left corner. And then you select your person and it's just like the littlest little increase of the icon size of the person that you're now controlling. There's no highlight. There's no sort of like, you know, sound that to say like, oh, you're now controlling this person. You know, it's just like that lack of feedback and everything that I thought was just, I don't know, it looks great, but they could have used uh, some, some UX goodness. There is a making of or like behind the scenes little video in the settings menu. Definitely worth watching that. I feel like it's one of those one of those times where the making of is far more interesting and fascinating than the actual output, which is a little sad. Um, right. But you know, sometimes movies you're like, ooh, the making of is actually much <laughs> more exciting than the the, the actual movie uh, that came out of it. That's true. Very much like The Hobbit. I think I watched the making <laughs> of and appreciated it much more. <laughs> uh, than the actual movie series themselves. Uh, yeah, uh, Dark Knight Rises for me. Similar category. Sam, how far did you get in the sense point? Uh, I, I didn't get past the door, Edwin. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, as a, as, a sense, as, a sense, as a sense of pride, as a point of pride, I was determined. I was like, I'm going to get past this GD door even if I have to sit here for an hour. Uh, luckily, there are a bunch of walkthroughs, which I think if you have to go to a walkthrough for the very first puzzle, that's an There's indication something that something isn't quite there uh, in terms of gameplay. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, Lord knows how these walkthrough folks figured out what they had to do because it's exactly. that little tiny crevice that you need to stick your little robot arm in to reveal the pattern required to open the door is not there i combed with combed with my eyes that's right for a long time to go okay i'm clearly missing something what is it and what was missing was this tiny little crevice to stick my hole which makes no sense why would sticking my little robot prong into a hole 
reveal a which seems to like cause a short circuit mm. why would that reveal a photograph on the door f- you know the doors to anyway anyway uh but I did watch a, a walkthrough, so I got I got to the second screen, and then I then I was done. Yeah, and then yeah. I watched the behind the scenes video and was like, "Oh, this is so awesome! <laughs> I hope other people are enjoying this <laughs> <laughs> because I am not." But it's very cool. Like they made it's five years in the making. Oh my god! Like the amount of stop motion they've right. done, the background work, the the programming, like it's all great. And like the music was all original soundtrack. You know. Yep. It's it's a great looking game. Like I really wanted to like this. I think there's a part of me that was really excited to to love this game and actually finish it yeah. and play through it. But maybe be a good candidate as to like to watch someone else play if you're watching someone else mm-hmm. play a walkthrough. If like for I don't streaming. know, like is watching someone else getting really frustrated because they don't know what to do a fun fun stream to watch? Maybe. All right, let's get on to the three by threes, Edwin. Okay, three things good and three things bad for this claymation spectacle. What a spectacle indeed. My first good point, you've said it many times, I've said it too, it is very charming to look at and I cannot comprehend the amount of work and effort that has gone into this to uh, set up and create this game yeah. that they've shipped. It's wild. It's rare to see a studio these days that uses actual like plasticine and yep. do things. Um, I think there's like a few left, like Leica Studios. Uh, Lycos. <laughs> uh, they do like they did Coraline that oh. stop motion animation. Yeah, um, and like uh, something with like the two strings, which is also like a really good animation film. Uh, yeah, like just seeing it is always charming. You know, it brings back good memories of stuff like Ardman Animation and Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Right, it's just so charming. There's something about the quality of stop motion that that makes you happy. Yes, I think that's, yeah, that's a really good observation. It's like something, it's like, I think it's quite tactile and it's kind of easy to see the efforts required mm-hmm. to do it. Like you can sit here and, and watch Iron Man fly around the moon and be like, mm, sure, great, whatever. You have no idea like how many hundreds of human hours go into digital compositing and wireframing you it, and you rendering. You appreciate it, I think. Yeah, but with the stop motion, yeah, you're like, it. oh, for every second, well, less than that, every 24 of a second that uh, this person is moving or this, this uh, animation is moving, someone has taken a photograph, moved it a tiny bit, taken another photograph. Now That's I'm explaining crazy. what claymation is. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> wild. Like it's, um, yeah, a delight. Second good point. Um, behind the scenes video is great. Watch that. Right. Yeah. The behind the scenes is great. The music is great. Right, like I think there's a lot of attention to detail in this and in, in the packaging around this. Uh, but yep, um, switching between characters—that's uh, all, or uh, between as a game device or a, a game. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Game mechanism. Yes, thank you, Sam. That's why you are a games professional. But yes. Switching between characters as a as a mechanism, I always enjoy kind of in a game. It reminds you of like Thimbleweed Park, where you are both kind of uh, working on different parts of the case. Uh, I always enjoy that. Um, so the, that that works pretty well. You know, you have your guy walking around, then you're a flying mm-hmm. robot who can get to places he can't. Yeah, I like that mechanism. I would have liked to see how that actually plays out a little bit more. Right, <laughs> that would have been nice. 
on to the bad points, Edwin. Way too hard. Yeah. I'm not sure what else to add, but yeah, whoa. I would hate to see the retention stats for this because uh, that first that first screen like is just way too difficult right. to without even any context of the story of like what's happening it's just leaving you high and dry um and i yes, felt and, yeah. it's such a waste because like obviously there's so much effort that went into this like let's just ease up that the difficulty curve of that first puzzle if it's possible then probably mm. more people can enjoy it yeah it was kind of heartbreaking for me and to not even know i think to not even know that you don't know what order to plug the little colored right. plugs in. Like, yeah. that was the most frustrating thing. Like, just just tell me that I need to find out what the correct order is rather than, yeah, can be being kind of hidden away. Yes, yeah, frustrating. Right. Second bad point, um, it's the, the being mindful of the player's time. Like, I think more games should definitely take into consideration... Uh, how much time that they're spending with the game. Like, even if it's a brief five minutes with the game, that's, well, you know, that could be a time well spent. Let's make sure the person enjoys those five minutes and not make them feel like they're waiting around. I just mm. felt like everything, sure, the animations are great, um, but I feel like they lost the point and it felt like it was kept dragging on and on throughout, like, every animation cycle and making sure, you know, things were opening slowly and all that stuff. Like, we get it. Like, yeah, let's just make it a little snappier. Let's get snapping. As we um, and I think that's it for, for my negative points. Any negative points from you, Edwin? That first puzzle really put me off and kind of made it so I didn't want to play more of the game, you know? Yeah. Um, I still care for them. Like, I think if there was a way for me to just, like, skip that first puzzle and attempt next puzzles, I'd love for that to happen. But yeah, yeah, there wasn't even like a chapter selector, like, you know, let's get to it. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe one day I'll carefully go through a walkthrough and, and try it out. Definitely check out a walkthrough, I think. I would be my advice for folks interested in this game. Uh, walkthrough first, then play it second. <laughs> <laughs> Edwin, what is your seven-day ratings for Sense The Sense Point? And also, if you do play this, please uh, let us know what the sense point actually means uh, in the end. I was really hoping to get some clarity around that name, uh, but alas, we will never find out. Uh, for me, for me, <laughs> it was it was two out of seven. Uh, one day of being frustrated, and then a second day of watching a walkthrough, and you know, uh, stubbornly getting through to the second screen, and then that was it. Yeah, it was a two-day for me, too. Like, I really gave it another chance because I really wanted to like it. But when on the second day, like, I probably spent about 30 minutes actually attempting the walkthrough. Because I mm. watched, like, I read a walkthrough and I attempted it. But it was still not doing it for me. Um, so, yeah, I it's a two-day for me. Oof. And I really wanted to like it. So that was the sense point, Edwin. Mm. And it now falls upon you to mold and shape the future of the next seven days. Wow, what a responsibility. Well, Sam, you have seven days to play. Flocks. Flocks? Flocks. <laughs> F-L-O-C-K-S. Uh, currently available for two ninety nine in your Apple App Store. 
Hmm. Fox. Playground. <laughs> Great. I'll check it out. Looking forward to it, Edwin. Before we go, do we have any things of the week? Following up on a previous TOTW, uh, Mayor of East Town has finished, has concluded as of uh, two weeks ago. Wonderful show, best show of 2021. I'm calling mm. it right now. Uh, check it out, HBO Maximum. Uh, or maybe it might fall off the back of a truck if you know how to do that kind of thing. Uh, definitely worth definitely worth your time. I really enjoyed it. It's a very good detective story, uh, police procedural, mm. but also with a lot of humor placed through it, even though there's some very dark topics. Uh, it's wonderful. Kate Winslet is great. Everything's great. Everything. It's just, I don't know, a transcendent TV experience. Wow. I definitely have to check it out. So good. AKA the sad Kate Winslet show, Mm. as we called it. (laughs) Uh, But you will want to get uh, some Rolling Rock uh, because they just drink that constantly in the show. I love it when shows do that. Yeah, Yeah. like it's so lived in. It's incredible. Like, okay, there's one attention, one little bit of detail, which I absolutely adored is that Gene Smart, who plays Kate Winslet's mom, who A, is fantastic in this and is fantastic in everything. Uh, You'll recognize her, if not by name, uh, you will know who she is when you see her face. Um, like, I mean, the wardrobe is incredible on this because, like, it's so just suburban Philadelphia. Like, apparently, mm. they're like the costume folks would just send photographs of people in the local <laughs> Wawa <laughs> gas station to. So, like, cargo uh, shorts with yes. like Crocs and oh my like God. Uh, yes, it's so a good. bass bass yes. fishing T-shirt. Yes. So. You know, uh, the stereotype is that, you know, uh, Philadelphia folks just go to the Jersey Shore to for their vacation. Um, yeah. You know, any other TV show I think would have had like, I don't know, someone like with like a Kate May, uh, like sweater or something. But right. It, this show, they had a Sea Isle City sweater, which is like a very specific place, coincidentally where I went last week. But I was like, wow. oh, wow, this is such like a specific <laughs> part of the Jersey Shore and like that is such an attention and so yeah her her mom is just like wearing this around the house one day um and that just stood out a because i was going there but b was like oh wow this is like a there's such a specificity to like everything around it feels completely real from the opening second you're just like totally sucked in you're like oh yeah this is totally a real place i am completely uh sucked in wonderful wonderful show wonderful acting wonderful did you get a sweatshirt I looked for one. <laughs> I want to be Gene Smart in another life, but uh, I, I uh, restrained myself from extraneous purchases that would have to be donated to charity in but a matter of weeks. Right. <laughs> yeah, you, you like it for like two wearings and then it's like, okay, I'm done yeah, with this yeah. now. I have this awkward sweatshirt that yes. I'll never wear ever again. <laughs> uh, my thing of the week is... Um, a TV show as well Ooh, that I'm kind of liking, but also not really. It's Shadow and Bone on Netflix. Ooh, Shadow and Bone. It's going. It's going for that like magical, mystical vibes slash Game of Thrones slash uh, what is that like the magicians mm-hmm. thing? Right. Hyper drama, lots of characters, sweeping art, art story arcs so is yeah. that the uh 
what's that? That's the is that the fantasy superpower people in Victorian London? Something like that. Yes. Okay. That are you know they have superpowers. Some have superpowers. Some don't. But it's not really London. It's kind of like quasi London versus like quasi Eastern mm. Europe. Uh, oh, okay. Like this big wall of black gas that separates the two, and then and then there's like the Asians, which everyone hates, <laughs> known, <laughs> known as the shoe. <laughs> but like the main character is um, is a mixed race person, so that was kind of interesting. But we'll see. Okay, is this a must watch or a tentative mm. watch for now? tentative watch for now okay i'm we're like almost done with the first season and i think there's a new season that's going to come out soon but really i'm i think we're just waiting until the second season of ted lasso drops oh interesting yes that's july sometime i think later next week oh june 15 something like that in a month beginning with jay yeah you heard it here first (laughs) <laughs> yes, I am tentatively interested in this. I think it Shadow and Bone? No. Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso two? season 2. Yeah, mm. like that first season was such a so good. Lightning in a bottle episode, yeah. you know, thing. I am Yeah. I'm I hope they don't mess I'm it hopeful. up. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, actually, I am going to send you a fun essay on Ted Lasso. Oh. Uh, now I'm doing the thing where my I want to send I want to send you an iMessage from my laptop, but of course none of my contacts have synced and I don't know your actual number. So now I'm scrolling back through history trying to remember what was the last message we sent to each other, <laughs> and then ah uh, let's see you have that many messages being sent to you. Well, I'm also I'm pretty sure that this does not iMessage does not sync properly. Uh, and I want to be in our town as well. Okay. <laughs> so now I look at my phone and I go, oh, too much hot content is apparently the last messages that we sent to each other. So I'm now scrolling, <laughs> scrolling. Oh, too much hot content. Great. There it is. Surely there must be a better way, Sam. Why is there not a better way? I don't know. Do you do the same thing or am I crazy? I have no problems. Uh, it syncs properly between my computer and my phone. Oh, okay. Maybe I just... I enable yeah. the iCloud yeah. thing. Oh, that's interesting. If I search for Sam Wu, it pops up. Okay, so maybe that's... Okay, this is great radio content. What you can do is... So even though my little sidebar doesn't have the names... Dear listeners, you have seven days to play. (laughs) No, I'm telling a solution. You can create a new message and then just search for your recipient, and that does pop up. So that's the way to do it. Perfect. Okay. Well done. Don't search the sidebar. Just create a new message and uh, search new... Search for I, the name of the person and that'll pop up. I will put a link to this Ted Lasso essay called This Better Not Awaken Anything in Me, colon, How Ted Lasso Totally Did Awaken Lots of Things in Me, even though absolutely no one asked it to go so hard. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, perfect. I'll definitely read that. It's a, it's, a, it's a Patreon link. Interesting. It is, but not paywalled. Um. Oh. Yeah, people blog on Patreon, I guess. What? No. What is what is Patreon anyway? <laughs> um, great. Sam, you have seven days to play. Flocks, flocks, flocks. Looking forward to it. It's hard to say in a British accent. Flocks. Find us Flocks. on 
Spotify at Seven Days to Play or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tweet us or game suggestions at Seven Days to Play on Twitter Ugh, or Twitter. Instagram. Or Instagram. What a great company, Sam. <laughs> Seven Days to Play. Seven Days to Play.